So I literally like start, I get my hand and I start like choking her neck and I'm just like, like you, and then she grabs my hand and starts choking it harder. Yeah. And I'm like, yo, Daddy issues. yo. <laughs> <laughs> Why was it too bad? Oh, dude, it was, it was like an hour, but a little bit of traffic, fucking not too bad. Though. Last time it was like two hour drive. No, LA was basically like an hour from him. What's good guys, it's your boy Chad here from Defund Simping and I have got here a massive group of amazing men all the way from 20 years old upwards to mid-20s. We got everybody. Got guys from fucking Europe over here. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so first off, introduce yourself. What's going on? Yeah, so uh, my name is Logan DeWong. You guys might have been uh, seeing me pretty recently on uh, City Boys, <laughs> um, Hoodville, all that yeah. shit. Um, for roasting some chicks on the uh, whatever podcast. But yeah, I've been uh, in this space for about three years, basically like same time when you started. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, we made some videos on TikTok before I got banned a yes. few more times. Um, we also did a few videos on your channel and my channel. Podcast. Uh, two, yeah, podcast two years ago. Absolutely. Um, but yeah, basically just giving advice to guys my age, um, saving the fucking world. So yeah. Let's do it. What's up, guys? Chad from Defund Simping. Also make content on TikTok and YouTube. Also Twitter. Get on the, get on the Twitter too. And yeah, just helping out guys with their everyday dating life. Yeah, my name is Prince, and uh, a lot of people ask what I do. And uh, let me just say I'm a positively uh, inspirational, motivating person. <laughs> I, I make people richer, I make people stronger, nice. I improve men. So uh, yeah, that's what I do. I, I just make men great again. That's what I do. Yeah. There you go. Awesome. Uh, my name is Coach Grant Cam. I'm a dating coach, and I help men live more bold and live more liberated in their minds so they can be more expressive of the women that they're interested in, be more authentic and consistent in their masculinity, tap into their identity, and live a more fun lifestyle. Because at the end of the day, like when you have fun, the women around you, they have more fun, and they're more attracted to you. The, the guy saying he's not his girlfriend's type. Mm -hmm. So I guess you can kind of come at it, whereas should men be dating girls that, you know, they're, okay. you, you are their first choice. If she could have the six foot four black guy, she'd go with that before she dates a five foot eight white dude or five foot seven white okay. dude. So the, so, so the debate is like whether uh, it, should guys go out? Should guys if guy if a guy knows a girl likes X and he's not X, should he still be with her like in the long term? How would you know that you're not her type though? Well, for example, that guy obviously knew that Michael B. Jordan was her like celebrity crush. Usually, it's like celebrity crush. Yeah, okay. her crush, and he's okay. nowhere even close. So I would say I would say for me personally. If a woman is not my type and she's expressed that out loud to me, then obviously I'm not going to waste my time and be putzing around trying to like win her heart because I'm not here to validate myself and get her approval. I'm no people pleaser. So I'm just going to stray away from girls like that. Like I'm looking for women who are cooperative. I'm looking for women who are submissive. And when I'm talking about cooperation and submissiveness, it's not just in an intimate way. I'm looking for non-intimate interactions as well where we're vibing and there's very little friction between us. Because at the end of the day, I don't want to be around a headache of a woman. And I'm sure if I was a headache as a man to her, she wouldn't want to be around me. But the celebrity crush situation, I mean, girls can have celebrity crushes all they want. But the, but it, but the way I see it is that I'm a celebrity in her eyes. Because everything I do is fucking damn sexy and everything I do is like authentic and everything that I do just just oozes of masculinity. So she can have all these like crushes that she wants, but as long as she is open to getting to know my personality and the way I carry myself with my charisma and my masculinity, then the floor is open for us to get to know each other better. What do you guys think? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, it's hard for me to, to just not say things that I feel like would instantly get me ultimately canceled. Yeah, sure. <laughs> but but, but the, the problem with all these, like the problem with this is, like why does the ha girl have a celebrity crush in the first place? Yep. Like why aren't you her celebrity crush? Because yep. like I'm not going to be in a relationship with a girl where like I'm her ultimate crush. Where like when she wakes up, she thinks of me. When she goes to sleep, she thinks of me. When she's like working, she thinks of me. Like that sounds crazy to some people, but like, <laughs> I, I just can't deal with it. And and I, I I honestly, like, I would get offended if a girl told me that she had a... Like, I would actually get offended. Because I'll be like, bitch, I'm the coolest guy you know. Like, how, what do you mean? You're the I'm the celebrity here. That, yeah. That's just the way I... Yeah. And, and I... And I feel like that's important. Because in the, in the correct male-female dynamic, the male should feel like he's the shit. Yeah. And the female should feel like she's dating the best man that she can. And if that, fem if that dynamic is not there... 
I think the, the relationship is, 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 is not in a good position. That's just what I think. Facts. Good, man. And, um, and I like how you mentioned how, you know, you should be her celebrity crush. Yeah. And the difference between a man having a celebrity crush and a woman is any girl I date, sorry to sound braggadocious, will be like an eight plus. Like people go, oh shit, like she's attractive. My, I guarantee any girl I would take serious could DM Drake, could DM Chris Brown. I actually get a response. Yeah. Like I know a couple girls, I have one friend who's a girl. Every time she DMs a celebrity, they get back to her. Yeah. So it's like these celebrities are actually within reach yep. for a good a chunk of these women. Yep. Towards to me, if I have a crush on beyond, you know, I don't know, like uh, Nia Long, if I DM her, I'm not getting a response. It's yep. just not how it works. Yeah. So I'll say that. Um, so I think with for celebrity crushes, I want to be her type. I don't want to because, for example, if I say a girl is dating me and she says, "Oh, I've dated mostly tall white men with beards." Like, I almost feel like she's settling. It's like, you know what? I wanted that guy. I wanted these types of men, but I couldn't get it. So let me just go down to my second choice. Mm -hmm. And who knows? Like, I'm not going to lie. If I'm out at a bar or a club and I see a bunch of tall, bearded men that are looking at my girl, my girl's looking back. I'm like, damn, well, they could almost have her. Yeah. Because that's what her type is. So she's like, damn, I'm with my boyfriend, but shit, like, if he walked away right now, like, I'd act like I didn't know him. Mm -hmm. So that definitely plants some insecurities for me if I knew a girl I was her second or third choice. But, so what would a, what would you say to a girl who said like, "Oh, you're just being insecure." Da, da, da. Yeah, yeah. So like, let me find Michael B. Jordan hot as fuck. <laughs> yeah. So um, I like looking at his insanely hot body. Like, that's, yeah, that's insecure. all girl game, bro. That's all manipulation. Yeah. So what would you say if a girl so, told you that? So, so the word. So here's the thing. Like, what, what? Shout out to Myron from Fresh and Fit. One thing he does really well is he's really good at flipping scenarios for the female to understand. Yep. Oh, now I see what you're trying to say. So mm -hmm. girls get, get really upset with, with their man when they like photos of other women. Mm -hmm. Okay. So if you like Michael B. Jordan, how would I feel if I liked um, another girl's photo that didn't look like you? And okay. I was all in her comments with hard eyes. How would that make you feel? Yeah. And she tried, oh, it's different. No, it's not. I, you're expressing validation to this man. I'm expressing validation to this woman. What's the difference? Yep. Right? So I just had to play it back and give her a dose of her own reality, how it would make her feel. Yep. I did it. No. So that's my spin. What's your take on it? Yeah, so I think a lot of guys in the red pill, they would, hypergamy would say that, oh yeah, it's the girls would choose a guy who has higher status. But there's one thing that trumps all that shit and it's genuine desire. Yeah. So many guys do not understand like genuine desire is super, super important. Like we talk about this shit all the time because we've seen girls that will cancel work, leave their jobs, yeah. leave their friends, leave their families to be with us. And that's like how girls do it for celebrities. There's so many guys who haven't put, their self, put themselves in that position of being a celebrity and they haven't experienced it. So when we say, dude, the girls who are around us, they're genuinely interested in us and they genuinely love us. Like they, they're willing to fucking die for us. So many guys don't experience that because they haven't had that relationship with a girl, mainly because they're not that guy and they don't view themselves as that guy. So the biggest thing is like, dude, you have to view yourself as the catch. Because if you don't, girls won't. End of story. Um, but if your girl's doing that shit, she views other guys as celebrity, then bro, like it's totally over. Like that's it. Yeah. yeah. Go ahead. Add to that? Yeah, just one I wanted to add to that is like that, that's what is super smart what you said because we're gonna talk about the red pill later, right? Because a lot of people like they they view hypergamy as like this end all be all, but there's this one more component which is a girl having a genuine attachment to you, yep. and a healthy girl, right? That has not been ran through, if I can say like that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah where, where, where not every NBA player has choo -choo. been, yeah, you know, on, on that bus ride. Yeah. Uh, like, she, she, will, she will actually be able to form a genuine attachment to you that is very, very hard to break if she really, really loves you. And a girl that actually has an attachment to you and really loves you actually doesn't see other guys. She doesn't no. find other guys attractive. Invisible. And, and, and look, yeah. I've been like... For example, like uh, uh, when I train and stuff, right? Like I'll, I'll, I'll be like in training and there's going to be other girls there, right? And let's say that boyfriends, right? And I have, for example, a trained body and everything and I'm training with other guys who have trained bodies. Like if a girl is genuinely like in love with her man, like I, you can just see and sense in these scenarios that she doesn't really, really give a fuck about you. No matter how hot you are, no matter how good you look, yeah. no matter how cool you are. Because in her mind, she's, she's already got her boy. She's already got her man. So if she has genuine, if she's genuinely attached to you, I don't think she sees any other guy, no matter how high on the scale of hypergamy the, the guy is, if she's really attached to you. So that, I think that's something smart you said. Like, that's a big component of it, yeah? yeah. I think it's what's really important is that a, a lot of times, like, my clients, they don't feel like they're side characters in their own life. 
They're not the main character. When you're the main character of your own life, you are literally the celebrity, the celebrity crush for her. Yeah. Everything, like all the guys that she's dated in the past, will she will like do a compare and contrast and say, you know, these guys I dated, they didn't sleep with me as well as I, like whenever she was intimate with them, they're not putting it down the bedroom like Logan can or Chad can or Prince, right? Like it's different, right? But when, when she sees like guys like us, like when we go, like I just know for a fact that we're all like our whole group just goes into a club right now. Like we're going to fucking tear that <laughs> shit down. Like I already know it's going to happen, right? And because I'm so convicted in, in myself and I believe in you guys so much, that energy is going to spread all over the club. Yeah. So we are the celebrities going in. And, you know, we don't have to have a million followers or a million dollars in the bank to prove that. It's our identity. It's our presence. Yeah. That is, like, super crucial. Yeah. Well, yeah, 1,000%, bro. I really And add to that, too, you know, for example, uh, you will see in the streets of L.A. or streets anywhere where there's homeless people where there, there are women sleeping on the ground next to their homeless boyfriend. Right, mm-hmm. and that girl knows she took a shower and made herself look decent. She can go make some money somewhere. You know, a strip club will hire her, or if she's decent looking, or you know, a, a cocktail waitress. She can make money, yeah. but she much rather lay on the ground and sleep under a bridge with her man. Yeah. Like that, 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 that's genuine desire. Yeah. Yeah. That's a ride or die kind of yeah. thing, you know. Dead ass. Like uh, that yeah. girl could. She knows she can make money. She's not. She's not. You know, delusional. Yeah. Right. So let's move on to the next topic. The next topic is: Is the red pill a good? long-term or a good short-term type of ideology for, you know, let's say, I would say young men because most of us are talking to guys 19 to 25, 26. So is the RP a good short-term or long-term? Can you start right here? Yeah. So I think the red pill is, is actually really good um, for an understanding of female nature. It's just like, okay, I have experienced this in my life. I see why she did it, but it's definitely not the end all be all. And you can't go too overboard on the red pill. Um, and same thing with pickup. You can't go too overboard with pickup because it's super temporary. Like if, you, if all you do is pickup, but you're not genuinely a masculine man, you don't see yourself as that dude, then guess what? Over time, girls are going to realize, oh, you're a loser. Like, so that's why it's super important. Like red pill, I mean, I'm not super hardcore red pill. Um, probably a lot of things I say end up being super red pill on accident. But yeah, I don't see it. I see guys who go overboard with red pill and they end up starting to hate women. But in all reality, dude, every guy wants a chick. So it's like, it is what it is. Got you. For me, I'll say it's a great short term. Um, for me, I say, say a guy like myself, when I was anywhere from shit 14, when I started talking to girls, up until about 23, 24-ish, I was just lost. Like, I just didn't understand the game. And when I started listening to these content creators on YouTube, I was like, okay, this makes sense. They said, don't do this because this can happen. I did this and that happened. They say, don't do this because this can happen. I did that and that happened. <laughs> Things started to make sense for me. So then when I started to apply it, I'm like, yo, I'm, I'm you know, sliding through this dating life way easier. I'm yeah. not getting down bad. I'm not getting depressed. I'm not attaching my feelings to shit. I'm doing really good, really good. But here's the issue, though. Here's the issue. RP, I'm pretty sure, doesn't believe in having like, a wife or a long-term relationship with anyone. Right. Yeah. Uh, there's a guy named Alpha Male Strategies. He even said himself, like, <laughs> he's not going to he, – he's, he's a player for life. It's a rotation for life. There's, there is yeah. no wife. There's, like – He'll see you once a week on a Sunday. That's about all the commitment you'll get out of him, yeah. right? And for me, I don't want that. I definitely do want a wife and, or, or a girl to speak to, to me for a long period of time. Yeah. So if I'm over here watching a bunch of RP content and, you know, people go, these hoes ain't shit, like, you know, <laughs> yeah. and have a, a, a serious girlfriend or a wife, I don't yeah. think that content will benefit me. Yeah. It's going to t- t- pop in my head every once in a while, but I don't think that content will benefit a long-term relationship. You're better off finding a guy who... Is somewhat balanced, yeah. right? He has a girlfriend, he has a wife. Yeah. He's not being, he's not saying rub your girl's feet every day, yeah. but he, he he's making content how to keep a girl, your girlfriend or wife, happy, and not like a down bad simp way. I think that's better content than watching a bunch of RP. Yeah, that's super smart what you said. Yeah, like especially with AMS, uh, he he, uh, <laughs> he used to be my mentor in school like that. Like, okay, uh, okay, okay. My mentor in the sense of like I, I I looked up to him. Like basically a lot of my game, like I, I emulated him. Yeah, of course. And uh, in the beginning, right, I I do have to say I I thought like the only way to do that. I remember that. Like I was like that was like two years ago, and I was just like, damn, like. Is the only way to be like a boss just to like fuck these holes to sleep for the rest of my life? <laughs> like, I, I, like I was yeah. literally like think I was like fuck like it means can't have a girlfriend and like what the fuck should I do? Like I can't that means like if, if I have a girlfriend my pussy. To, but but then like I 
and I, I met a lot of people. And here I gotta say, shout out to Sterling Cooper, shout out to yeah. Justin Waller. Like they really showed me the game can be played differently, yeah. and they showed me like. Red Bull is nice and cool, but I think what most guys actually want is they want to be the boss in their life, right? They just want to feel like the boss, like the one who's in control of his circumstances. And I believe that you can do a lot of things. Like, I believe you can do a lot of things in a boss way. Like, a lot of guys, they do want to have a girlfriend, I think. They do, yeah. I mean, bro, like, in the very beginning, like, when I was 16, like, my first goal was like, oh, fuck this bitch. I just want to have a girlfriend, right? But it's just like I, I didn't have the concepts and I didn't know what girls want and what they respond to. So then the red pill came and it's a little bit of a Trojan horse where they say, okay, cool, you know, don't put too much feelings in the girls, yeah. you know. But then it's like the, the, the Trojan horse is the rage and also like the inexperience because now you're thinking, all right, cool, I got to act too tough. Like a lot of, a lot of girls, like... You know, if you're like a legitimate boss in their eyes, like you can be lovey-dovey with them. You know, you can hug them. You can tell them I love you and you can still be a boss about it. So I would say like Red Pill, don't, don't view it as Red Pill. Just view it as what do you want out of life and how can you do it in the coolest way possible? Yeah. And, and you know, that's, that's what I would view it as. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, context is so important. Like it's really about context. So I started in the Red Pill journey essentially in like about maybe like five years ago and I felt my whole life that I was like lied to about like how the world really works and how like women are attracted to men. You know, my, my whole thing was like relying on like family advice. You say, Cam, you're so handsome. You're so good looking. You should be having a girlfriend. I'm like, well, if that's the case, then how come I'm not scoring a girl that I actually want? And why is it that she flakes on me? Why is it that she rejects me? Why is it that she's ghosting me? So, you know, my whole thing is like, I was, you know, I was a charming individual at a young age, but also I was getting played a lot. I was getting, and I had my simp moments too when I was younger as well. I just wasn't fully intact and aware of what everything was happening. But when I stumbled into the red pill, my first content creator was uh, Richard Cooper. And I remember, and he was a perfect introduction red pill coach to like, to listen to. And I remember guys, like, I don't know if you guys experienced this when you first heard the red pill. When I started tuning into it, like I was in the car driving home. And I'm like, yo, why does this sound different than every other pickup artist I've listened to? Yeah. I'm like, there's something about this guy's advice is different. Then I went to the interview with Rich and Rolo, mm-hmm. where they talked about like his Iron Rules of Tomasi, right? And I'm like, yo, this interview sounds so different than what I've heard from my family, from my friends. I'm like, what is it about this that's different? And then that's I understood there's this concept called the red pill. The Trojan horse concept, I think, is so important. All you guys, like, highlight this, that it's, like, it's not something, it's not the end-all, be-all. Right. It has repercussions for being too overly invested into it. What I realized was that when, when guys would say the red pill is truth, I bought into that. And I don't believe that any form of concept of philosophy is truth. Your truth is what you believe in yourself, Right. Mm-hmm. So Logan has his way of living life. Chad, you have your own way. Prince, you have your way. I have my own way as well, right? That's our truth. So I don't think for somebody to say the red pill is the truth. The red pill is everything. I, that's when you start to deviate away from who you are and you make the red pill your whole freaking identity. And that's how you get yourself in trouble with like being in red pill rage and all these other concepts that they talk about. So I think short-term wise, it's much more suitable just to get an idea to shatter your reality of how you've grown up because no one teaches you you know about the hypergamy stuff nobody teaches you that and the world doesn't want you to know that the world wants to be stupid fat dumb lazy clueless sheep right right? and that's why we're like guys we're breaking that for men and we're showing them like listen you can live a life that's more abundant than what you think you're not as small as you think you are you're bigger than life but you got to see the steps to like to take that in and fully internalize it and act on it. Yep. Got you. I like that, man. That's good. Yeah, I, um, I definitely don't make the RP my full identity. And actually, we can go on the table real quick, or sorry, the couch. <laughs> and I guess we can basically talk about what's one thing we disagree with in RP. And the one thing I have some pushback on is the whole single mother thing. So I'll break it down. I'll break it down. If you're in the ages of 18 to say 28, 29-ish, ish, you can, you can you know, definitely date without getting a single mother. But if you're in your mid-30s, you're still overweight, you're still broke, you still don't have much to show for yourself, the single mother, man, you may have to get in. Like, it's almost like 
you start to become delusional. Like those girls on Fresh and Fit who are 21, same guy who makes a million dollars a month. So it's like, dude, like your options as a late 30s guy with no money and you're not in shape and you're not much of value, you can't be a chooser now. You, you have to go with a person that offers you, offers you the, the best, you know, uh, offers you commitment. You know, that's my only pushback on the single mother thing. So wait, would you say like uh, these guys should like uh, date single mothers? I, I'd say, I'd say they, they should open like this. So when you're young, it's at 18 to 27, 28. It's almost like, no, like there's no circumstances. Yeah. I start to get into your 30s. It's yeah. like, Dude, you're you're in your 30s still dating, and you're not high value. You're not freaking out here on yachts and with you know in Miami and pushing Lambos. You're not attracting those 21 year old girls who just finished college. Fuck, fucked up bad. Yeah, <laughs> so it's like you kind of screwed up your life. Not, not screwed up your life, but as far as your dating life, you're not the the the, the pick of the crop. Yeah. So now you may have to you know you you, you went from trying to date 22, 23 year old girls, now you're 35. Yeah. Okay, I don't have much value to bring. I'm not that popping. I don't have the great the best body. Maybe I do need to start opening up my, you know, my pool of women to girls who may have had a kid. Uh, I, see. I think Rolo says this, it's alpha seed, beta need. And it's okay. totally true. Is the girls are going to go for the alpha male type of dudes for the offspring because they want the yeah. strongest offspring. But then chances are that alpha male type of dude, he might not be like a good father, yeah. right? So he might not be a provider, but all they care for is the seed. Once they get the seed, all right, cool. Now I can find a dude who's more of a beta male provider, guy who can take care of me and the kids type of shit. Um, so that's, that's why I kind of stand off where it's like single moms, like they, they already had that dude, like they're already implanted and, yeah. and it's like another person's kid, bro. Sure. Like that shit's yeah. fucking crazy. Yeah. Logan, I don't know if you guys ever seen this show. It's called Sex Life on Netflix. Mm. Have you heard no. of it? No, no. Amazing show that pretty much if you're red pilled, it is the most eye opening show to reinforce a lot of the red pill beliefs. Cause uh, by the way, like, don't watch season two. It's absolute trash. But season one is all you need to watch. Okay. And it literally has a whole paradigm of alpha, uh, alpha C beta needs. Right. And, uh, you know, guys, just make sure you watch the show. It's, it gives you a great breakdown. Like, this girl who has everything she wants in the world. She has a good-looking husband. She has children. Lives in a fancy house. She's good-looking. But... The beta, but the beta male husband does not provide her intimately well enough. Yeah. So she's like, I need to go for the alpha male. So she starts having these fantasies about the previous guy, that Chad dude, right? Yeah. Yeah. Like of her having sex with him and doing all these different positions with him. But then she goes back to her husband in reality and she feels like, oh. It's actually a beta male strategy as well to actually, it's much easier for them to reproduce if they're, if they're hooking up with a chick who already has other children. So that's why a lot of beta male dudes, they can't see themselves having chick with the chick, uh, having kids with the girl who's never had any kids. So they, so they go after the leftovers, technically. Um, the girls that are much easier. The girls that are looking for protection. The girls who are looking for a provider. Those are the girls they go for. So it's pretty interesting, that dynamic. Um, and I think it's true, for sure. I mean, I mean just off of that, like, uh, I mean, I've never really felt something like that. And I've never luckily been in that situation. Uh, that's why I said fucked up bad. Because I like I just I feel that's such a sad reality for a man to be in, yeah. especially as a man. Because I feel like as a man, you have the chance, you have the opportunities to build yourself, to become better. Yeah. And and men have this unique ability to become better over time. Mm-hmm. So honestly, if I had a guy like that come up to me and say like, "Yo, Prince." I don't know, I'm a loser. I feel attracted to fucking single moms uh, because I'm a beta male and uh, I fucked up, you know, I just totally fucked up my life. You know, I'm just a fucking cuck. You know, what should I do? I, I feel inclined, instead of telling him to like, you know, fuck the single moms, I'm like, yo, bro, like, just, you fucked up, you know, the last, I don't know, four, 35 years of your life, yeah. but you, you, like, you gotta get on point because I believe as a man, the best reality you can live in is the reality where women want you, like where women actually want to sleep with you. Like I, I can't picture like going through the world and girls look at you just as like you know an ATM. Like yeah. just I just I just want this guy to provide my needs. Fuck this guy. I don't even want to sleep with that guy. Yeah. You know I read like all these comps and shit where like uh, I've read these stories where like uh, men. Or the woman will like find excuses to not fuck the husband. I'm like, how? Like, how? what? How's it even? Pop- I didn't even know that existed. <laughs> yeah. What do you mean? Like, did you know that fuck? Like, yeah. 
Like when I fucked the girl, like her pussy's wet even before I even touched it. Like and, and this girl, she's not fu- not fucking her husband for months and m- bro, that's that's gotta be insane. You, like, yeah. You can't live in that reality. It's not fair on both sides either, because basically they're both each other's second option. Yeah. Is the dude is the girl's second option, and for the dude, if he had the option of choosing a, a brand new 18-year-old chick or a single mom, he would choose the 18-year-old chick every single time, but he knows he can't get that. So that's that so they're both settling, and it's not fair on either side for the guy or the girl. Yeah. That's another like red pool concept. I'm trying to think of like the other ones. It's been a while since I've like yeah, participated so, in yeah, it, it, I'm it, trying it, to figure it, out like okay, what's another so, so, so right. just like give her a quick like, clock, <laughs> clock her in the face. And <laughs> we're canceled. Nice. <laughs> shout out to Chris Brown. <laughs> so another RP topic we can kind of discuss and give our opinions on is Girls like bad boys. Now, is it kind of true? Sure, but here's the word. The word bad, a lot of people take that word and go, okay, like, am I going to beat her ass? Am I Mike Tyson? What's going on with this whole bad boy thing? So I guess I'll start. And actually, you'll start. You kind of okay. bring it around here. Okay. So Actually, well, I started last time. Let's have a... Oh, yeah, Cam, you start. My bad. Yeah, okay. okay. Sure. So the term bad boy is a term... I, the way I perceive being a bad boy is a man in his element, being authentic, doing what he wants to do, and he's not concerned about the repercussions of it. Yeah. And when I say the repercussions, I don't mean like doing something illegal, like beating yeah. the girl's ass, right? Yeah. <laughs> it's like... <clears throat> I remember... I remember a lot of the times, like a lot of my clients, for example, they will lack boldness, and they'll lack assertiveness, and they'll lack being proactive. That's part of being a bad boy, in my opinion... And a guy who could just shamelessly tell a girl, like, yo, you're fucking sexy. Come over here and let's dance, right? And in the club. And the girl would be like, might be like, really? You want to dance with me? And then if the guy then, then doubts himself, says, well, I don't know about that. Maybe I shouldn't dance with you. Well, you're not a bad boy, right? Like, you're not consistent in what you said. You, you're trying to talk the talk, but you didn't walk the walk, right? Yeah. So if a girl, like, says, like, yeah, you, you want to dance with me? Like, yeah, come on, let's go. I just grab her hand and I just do my thing. And I remember I was in Vegas about a month ago with my videographer. We're shooting our promo video for my retreat. And he saw me just like literally like this girl just comes just walking past this narrow hallway in Hakkasan. She just literally walks past me. And I look at her. I'm like, hey, how are you doing? That was it. And she stops and we start talking. We're making out within like, like five minutes. Yeah. And then we start dancing to the DJ that was like playing that night. My videographer was like, yo, how did you do that, man? I'm like. I didn't use any fucking corny pickup lines. I just literally say, like, yeah. what's up? It's and how it, you said it, yes. Exactly, it's the energy. And I've been talking about that a lot on our videos. It's like, yo, it's the energy. Like, everything I bring is just, like, bad boy shit. And I've been called a fuckboy, too. Like, girls have been like, you're such a fuckboy. I'm like, well, and I challenge them. I'm like, what makes me a fuckboy? Yeah. And she's like, well, because you get girls. I'm like, that makes me a fuckboy? <laughs> have you considered that I'm being authentic with you and I'm telling you that I find you, you know, sexually attractive and we're just going to have a one-night stand or we're going to be casually seeing each other? Right. Like, I'm not lying to you. The guys who are lying to you, those are the fuck boys, right? Yeah. Yeah. What do you guys, what's your guys' take on this? I mean, the thing with bad boys, I think uh, a lot of guys might like see it, uh, see it wrongly. Because, for example, in your scenario, right? Mm-hmm. Like, did you feel like you were being like bad or weird or... It's just, like, I don't know, just like, being mean. Like, just being yeah, mean. Yeah, the girl is hot. Yeah. I don't know. You just ask her to dance. I don't know. Yeah. You look hot. You know, I like you. You're hot. You like me? Let's dance, right? <laughs> it's so easy. Yeah, it's, it's and I think uh, it's it's more about like just being comfortable in a lot of situations where a lot of men maybe aren't comfortable, and then it the girl then perceives you as being a bad boy, and to being a bad boy, I would say is basically just displaying high testosterone traits, right? Like if you're a male and you have high testosterone cursing throughout your veins, then you're just going to be inclined to just take more risks. You're going to be more aggressive. You know, you're going to be more bold, like you said. Yeah. You know, you're not, you're going to give less of a fuck. You know, you're not going to obey social norms as much as like, I guess like beta males do. You're not going to feel the pressure so much. And like, like you said, like, and then you see a hawk. I mean, for example, let's say I go in a club. Like, literally, if I see a hot girl, I mean, how how else would I dance with her other than, like, I'll just go up to her, maybe, like, touch her waist, like, uh, excuse me, what's your name? She's like, Lada. Okay, cool. You want to dance? Like, I mean, how? what else am I going to say? I, I don't know. Like, what's 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 being a bad boy about it? I'm just like, hey, I, I think you're hot. Let's just fucking dance. And it's funny. Like, even, like, let's say you want to take a girl home. And, uh, like, a beta male, we're, like, all scared about it, but... 
for me, it's not even being bold at this point. I'll just be like, hey, you know, let's go to my place. I'm about to order Uber. Like, yeah. You coming with? No? Yeah, coming. Okay. You want to come? Yes? No? All right, cool. I don't know. Next bitch tomorrow. <laughs> gotcha. Okay. It's like just like regular. I don't know. Like, what's being bad about it? You just got to be comfortable with like being a boss. Like, you're just going to be comfortable in your own skin. You just got to be like, let's say, let's say someone, you know, talks shit about you, right? Or like openly, uh, let's say, insults you, right? Like, you just be comfortable about yourself. And you just ask, hey, bro, like, what's your problem? Like, you know, what do you want? Just be comfortable and just uh, don't be a pussy about it. And I think that's what it is. I think being a bad boy is about more being not a pussy than actually being like this uber tough guy. That's what I would yeah. say, honestly. I, I just have to quickly say this, guys. Like, um, I was at the club at the recording at the time of the recording of this video. Like, I was at the club last night in Hollywood at Sound Nightclub. And this shout out to this chick, man. Like, this girl, like, I just started, I was like vibing <clears throat> to the EDM music that I was playing the whole time. And uh, this girl noticed and she kept locking her eyes and her eyes were like telling me like, please don't go away. Like, please hang out with me and dance with me. Okay. And um, dude, we were just like dancing, getting crazy in the club. And this girl, <clears throat> she kept like backing herself like into me, like not like twerking, but like literally just pivoting her body, like into, thrusting into my pelvis, right? <laughs> and I'm like, yo, this chick's a fucking freak. So I literally like start, I get my hand and I start like choking her neck and I'm just like, like you, and then she grabs my hand and starts choking it harder. Yeah. And I'm like, yo, Daddy issues. yo, <laughs> <laughs> I was like, yo, this is this girl's fucking nuts. And I, and I, and I complimented her. I'm like, yo, you're bold as fuck. And I like how direct you are with this. And I just wanted, and I, and again, like other guys at the club, they might perceive this as like, this is bad boy shit. But you know what? The way I saw it is like, I'm liberated in who I am. Exactly. I'm very comfortable. I'm not seeking validation, approval. I'm no people pleaser. And remember, like, on the story I posted, like, I'm no slave, right? Yeah. So, like, mentally, I'm free in who I am. So that girl was like, yo, this guy is comfortable in who he is. I can be comfortable in my own skin. And that makes him super attractive. Now, if she saw me as a bad boy, who fucking knows? But I wasn't, like, pounding my chest like, I'm a bad boy, you know? Yeah, gotcha. yeah so I don't like to use the term bad boy because it can definitely get misconstrued. But when I tell clients, you know, they say, oh, what's the whole, the whole bad boy thing? I'm like, listen, bro, you talk about you're in the friend zone. Do you like being there? No. Then why are you there? Well, she put me there. No, she didn't. You let it happen. Right? So it's like, so it's like being, I guess, the bad boy for, you know, for the conversation. It's about being fully authentic. You don't want to be there, but you're there. You're not being authentic with her. Yep. Yeah. If this girl said, hey, like, we should be better off as friends. Go have enough friends. It was a pleasure getting to know you. Yep. Yeah, exactly. You know what's funny? In that moment, she will try to shame you for sure. What do you mean? Me, we can't be friends. She's actually getting turned on. Yeah. As you're saying, no, nah, I'm good. Right? Yeah. She's legit getting turned on. She actually made me like, I guarantee you somewhere in the world, a girl offered a guy a friendship. He declined. And then that next week, he was sleeping with her. Yeah. Why? Because he, he showed in that moment strength. Mm -hmm. He showed her strength. So being a bad boy, you know, I, can, I can go on and on about this topic. But to keep it concise, it's about being fully authentic with yourself. So if a girl flakes on you, right, you're upset. Okay, that's fine you're upset. But I'm going to text her, oh, it's okay. What are you doing tomorrow? No, that's not authentic. Yeah. That's, that's, what you, that's what you think she wants to hear. What do you want? Yeah. You want to go not respond? Don't respond. But what if? Uh, no, but what if? Don't, it, what do you want to do? You don't want to respond? Then don't respond to her. Right? It's, it's, it's the guys feel like they have to always be validating and always be walking on eggshells with women. But in actuality, those are the guys that get dissed the most. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So when you're the most authentic with yourself... You know, for me, when girls flake, I just hold the message down, hit the little thumbs up, and that's it. And that's it. And the girls see in person, oh, are you mad at me? Match for what? I'm chilling. Yeah, like, yeah. like, they're, like, they're almost like trying to make sure, like, did I lose his attention? Well, yeah, you did. But, like, they're going to come to me when they see me in person, like, oh, I'm so sorry. Because, like, I didn't give them that super sob story. It's okay, baby. Do you want some NyQuil? I can move <laughs> that over to you. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So, Logan, what's your thoughts on the whole bad yeah, boy? So, like, girls, if they were given the choice between, like, an actual criminal, guy who's gone to jail, or a dude who works the regular 9 to 5, he's very quiet, he's the average dude, girls are going to choose to sleep with the criminal every single fucking time. What do you think that is? And it's because he has those bad boy traits, right? So, girls, they don't want all the bad boy traits, like you said, the ones where he fucking hits a bitch, right? Yeah. Chris Brown style. Yeah. But he want they want they, that's what they choose those because those are the those are the traits they'd rather have. And there's obviously some nice guy traits that they like, but there's so many that just they're not attracted to. Yeah. So like the perfect guy is, knows what to take 
from both, right? And actually apply, like you said, you could be a fucking G and you could still be lovey-dovey as long as you're a G and that's who you authentically are, right? Yeah. Um, so, so many guys, like you said, they, they think, oh, okay, I'm gonna be a bad boy and they take all the traits, but it's like, no, the bad boy thing is those, that's what the guy, that's what the girls would choose if they had the choice between these two guys because sadly that's kind of how it is. If there's, it's either average or you're savage. And at the end of the day, they're always gonna go after the guys who are fucking savage. Uh, you see this all the time with chicks waiting and they ch go to prison every single day to see their man and it's fucking crazy. They don't do this to the guys in the nine to five. I would Invisible. say this though. I'll say this, I think girls go through phases, right? So if you look at Jenna Pickett-Smith, you know, when she was young, all about Tupac. And then when she got older, Will Smith, right? Well, why do you think that is? I think it's because um, the guys that they want that display the most masculinity, they want to, um, you know, def you know, definitely get, get a commitment from them. But those guys are too busy running the streets, yeah. right? And they're not texting back. They're not calling back. They're not doing dates. They're not doing all, like, the formal things that girls want. They, like, they want princess treatment, but they're not going to get it from, I guess, the guy that is a bit more, I guess, all about her. And the guy who's kind of running the streets and the clubs popping bottles, right? Now we're giving a fuck. She wants commitment from him, but he's not going to give it. So eventually, at one point, a girl's like, listen, like, my eggs are dry enough. I got to yeah, go. She has a, I, women have an internal clock, dude. Yeah. Like, guys, we don't. Like, we could fuck till we're, like, 50, 60, 70, bro. Like, girls, their shit dries up. They can't have kids, like, past 30. Like, it makes it harder. They still can, but it makes it hard. very hard, right? So they, ha they know this instinctively, right? Um, so they have an internal clock, and they know which guys to go for at certain time periods. That's why when they're young, they're going after the alpha male type of dudes, guys who are thir 30, 40, guys who have their shit together, right? Because they can um, but when they realize when they're older, like, fuck, I need to get wifed up. I need to have kids. These type of dudes, they're not going to wife me up. So I need to start going for dudes who are more nice, guys who are the providers, right? The alpha C beta need. It goes back to that same thing. I think what's really important to discuss about the Tupac Jada uh, situation, yeah. like, Tupac was a unique individual. He was very raw in who he was. That's why he was so influential. You see t-shirts all over Venice Beach about him and, like, mm -hmm. all over L.A., all over the world, right? He was very influential. Um, I don't think Jada found a guy like that can match the energy of Tupac, right? So she had to reside with Will Smith, right? Safe. And guy. Exactly. So she's like, okay, well, like, the eggs drying up situation is happening. Yeah. So Will Smith is nice. He's polite. He's a good guy. Hey, listen. <clears throat> yeah, right. But, but here's the thing. She knew that there was a bit of, uh, I'm going to say this, like, Will Smith, like, your, your movies and your show is amazing, but... I have to be honest, like, there's a bit of bitch-made mentality that was in him, and she knew that already. So the thing is, like, the whole Chris uh, Rock slap situation, that's not something new that just transpired. That was within him the whole freaking time. Yeah. And Jana knew that she could play him in that sense, right? She knew that she could, like, play him uh, and, and, like, have, make him feel guilty. Because you watch the video, she's, she's not laughing the whole time, but Will Smith was laughing at Chris Rock's joke, and he's like, oh, this is funny. And then he looked at Jada, he's like, oh... Uh, okay, I guess I'm supposed to defend her now, be my knight in shining armor and slap a bit, or slap him, right? Yeah. So, if the guy from the beginning is just not, like, within his masculinity, he's not uh, somebody who is, has his own standards, his own boundaries, and he's looking for validation, you know, um, especially you have Tupac as, like, the man before that slept with your wife. I mean, yeah. you're, you're up against a lot of competition. So I think Will, again, a lot of respect for Will Smith, but, like, you know, just... That whole, that whole thing with Chris Rock, I'm sure he's very regretful of it. But, um, yeah, if you're in that kind of situation, you you got to be very careful about the woman that you're dating. Goddamn. Yeah, I, I think actually as a guy, like, once you, like, it's also about the people we just talked about. Like, there's even phases for a guy, right? Like, at first, you want to learn how to attract a girl. Yeah. And if you just want to attract a girl, then, yeah, being a bad boy is good. Even, like, being... A scumbag, essentially. <laughs> yeah. yeah, scumbag energy. Yeah. Like, it's gonna get you laid. Like, like you're gonna get laid way too much. Your, your dick is gonna start hurting, right? Because, <laughs> yeah, because if you're a scumbag, like, chicks just like this, like, scumbaggery energy. Like, it just makes them wet, no matter if they like you or not. Because they like the aggressiveness, they like the energy. And that has nothing to do with, you know, beating a chick or whatever. Like, that has nothing to do with that. It's just like this raw amount of confidence that a guy displays, you know, just not giving a fuck at all and looking cool and looking like he can defend you and look like, you know, other guys might be afraid of him, you know, and, you know, this Tupac energy being able to yeah. influence mass, massive amounts of people. Like, this, this raw amount of confidence is very, very seducing, you know, and you can fuck a lot of girls with that energy, 1,000%. But, like, as things progress, actually... 
you can actually change up your game and uh, you can be like basically a bad boy on the streets, but then a gentleman to your woman, right? Yeah. And, and actually treat her nice and treat her good, you know, give her the quality time, you know, give her the attention she wants, you know. You can say I love her, you know, to her a couple times. If you don't yeah. like, you know, you know, I know this guy, like he told me, like he doesn't like saying I love you, but he'll say I appreciate you all the time, right? Mm -hmm. And uh, I think you got to also have that element. And if you have those elements, it's, it's pretty hard to beat you. And I think at that point, like it's very, very hard for a girl to actually leave you because then she has like no options. Because basically you're going to be like the guy who's the bad boy and you're going to be the guy who treats her well. So... Like, I think girls just run this double mating strategy where, like, okay, this guy fucks me well, but this guy's nice to me, but they don't have both. But uh, yeah. I think as a guy, you, you, you definitely can't have both. It's hard to do, you know, because usually when you're, like, kind of, like, on the scumbag type of level, like, you just don't give a fuck. Like, I, I understand that. <laughs> I really do understand that. Gotcha. But, 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 and then, and then, but if you're too nice, like, you have troubles, you know, fucking her well, da, da, da. But, yeah, it, it's, it's a balance, and I think you can do it, yeah. Gotcha. Person. So I'll make, you know, the last talking point of the night will be, there was a viral tweet and slash viral video where a gentleman was saying, hey, I have, I make 300K a year, I have a high rise in downtown, and I'm still struggling with women. You know, girls are just, girls suck, I guess. <laughs> um, so starting with uh, Coach Grant Pam, uh, what's your advice to men who are successful? They've done the self-improvement. They've sacrificed their 20s. They did all the things, but they're still struggling with the opposite sex. Yo, Chad, this is a very good question, man. I would say, so... This is actually kind of like the, a whole red pill, like, dis, like, is there something in the red pill we not Self-improvement, yeah. Yeah, it's, it, I feel like we can, it's like answering that question, sure. even this. Um, guys who are using looks, money, and status as their whole identity, like, all I got to do is look better. All I do is get my money up. Uh, I deal with this all the time, all the time my DMs. When I'm trying to, like, talk to my, talk to potential leads to be in my program, they're like, yeah, dude, I'm on my purpose. All I'm going to do is just, like, go to the gym and make money, and I'm going to be, like, women are flocking towards me. I'm like, yo, dude, listen. Uh, first of all, how do you think I got to my status? Like, I was doing things simultaneously. I'm making money. I'm hitting the gym, and um, I'm upgrading my looks, but I was still getting women at the same time to yeah. get to where I am. to, yeah. to get Because this is a very privileged – like, our situation, guys, is very privileged. Like, the information right. I have is very privileged yeah. because we worked our way to get to that point. Yeah. We all come from different ages as well. So I think like what guys have to do is like when you make your identity all about impressing women and you make your identity about – even you're making your identity about purpose, which is like looks, money, status, you're not really in tune with who you are because there are a lot of guys that I have as clients that are super ripped. They make a lot of money and they have great status, but they're very insecure within who they are inside. They're still seeking validation. They're still people-pleasing and they're still seeking approval. So – what a guy needs to do is make it all about him. The game is not about women. It's about you. So when you believe in yourself and you internalize all the insecurities or any negative thoughts that are holding you back, now you're in a better position where you can minimize the impact of the trauma, minimize the impact of those insecurities, and going forward, you live a more prosperous, abundant life because everything that matters is up here. Your mindset sets the tone for literally everything. So at any point, you're using your car, your luxurious apartment, everything that guys was saying in that video, Chad, you've already lost. Because materials, you're not going to take that shit to the grave, right? The only thing that you can take with you is your legacy. And you want your legacy to be known as just a guy who had all the money or a man who was in his identity, comfortable with being himself. Mm -hmm. that's, the, that's the route that I would choose. Yeah, bro, that's, that's, that's super like, uh, spot on what you said. And you said looks, money, status, right? Mm -hmm. Like th That's just like these three categories that I have a problem with. Because for me, I have three other categories. Like the three categories I have are basically, I mean, I don't have names to them yet, I guess. But the first one would be like discipline, building your body, and in the gym type of area, right? Okay. And then the second one would be like your social skills, right? You know, how good are you socially? Can you talk to people? You know, are you, are you nervous? You know, can you even talk to people? And then the last one is money. So, I, like I would tell guys to follow the order, right? And for example, with this type of guy that you mentioned, he, 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 he fucked up the order. And he probably has just too much nerd energy, right? Because I bet, I mean, like, is this guy, like, built? Like, does he get to go to the gym? It's, it was just a tweet. So the tweet that went viral and people yeah. were making videos about it. So I have no idea what the guy looks like. I mean, what I would just assume about the guy, right, is 
even with the way he made his money, he made it being a nerd. Like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah because nerd, bro. Yeah. the interesting thing about it is like maybe the money thing would have been true like 50 or 100 years ago. Because 50 or 100 years ago, in order to make money, you, you, you needed to have social skills. You needed to have charisma. You know, you needed not to be afraid, right? Which automatically already made you more of a man, made you a little bit more disciplined. And then now when you had money, it was like this, it was like this symbol of like, all right, this guy is established, right? But now a lot of guys can just make money on a computer, being a nerd, not really have social skills, da, 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 and then you end up in this situation. Gotcha. So, and, and that's why I actually tell people to focus on the other co uh, categories. So first, make sure you look good, right? Make sure you hit the gym, make sure you become disciplined, and make sure you treat your body well. And then you start focusing on your social skills and you start focusing on getting rid of that anxiety, getting rid of approach anxiety, uh, building the charisma. And the interesting thing is if you have these two, uh, two both things, like you don't need any money to fuck any bitch. Like you don't need money at all because you can just pull up to a club, you look, you're built, you know, you look good, you have style, and you're not afraid to talk, talk to chicks. I mean like what, what, what can go wrong there? Like, you guys just go up to 10 chicks. Let's say five of them say, like, not my type. I don't know, two of them have boyfriends. And the other one's like, oh, this guy looks cool. And he talked to me. He seems confident. All right, cool. Let's smash. Like, it's not, it's not that complicated. So these, the guy, I would say, fucked up on either one of these two things and thought money was, like, the only thing to attract chicks. And I would say money, honestly, like, the more money I made, I would even say the less chicks are fucked. Because... I was too focused on like making money and business. Like when I didn't have any money, I, like the only thing on my mind was just fucking bitches. Like I just, just bang everything I, I could yeah. I could get a hold of. Like I didn't have anything else to do. Like just train and fuck bitches. Like I don't know. Gotcha. Like, the the yeah. money the money was getting like it, like out like in the way of it. I don't know. Like it, the money is interesting. Like it, it gets in the way of it. I would even say. So you don't need money to bang bitches at all. You just need to look good. Be, go to the gym and have social skills and talk to girls. That's gotcha. it. Yeah. So what I'll say is this: one thing that's not mentioned a lot about you know about chasing your purpose is the game never ends, right? You know, there's Jeff Bezos getting divorced. There's the game. Uh, no, uh, uh, what's his name? I, I, Bill Gates. Face. No, uh, the the the, uh, the, uh, the the producer, Dr. Dre. Oh, Dr. Uh, Dre. Right. Yeah. Like pe the game never ends just because you have money. So don't think yeah. just because you got money now you're excluded from the game. No, the game still goes on. The second point he made, which I was going to make, is there's a guy named Tyrone in the hood right now, slanging his meat, has three baby mamas, car in the shop, no job. Like, there's guys out here who are mopping the floor with girls easily with not a dollar in their bank account. So that's not the issue. Another issue is a lot of men go, okay, I'm not getting girls now, but when I get money, I will. That's the issue. The issue is, bro, I was getting girls and I was driving my mom's car as a minivan. I was getting girls when I had to sneak them into my house, right? No money. Making 100 bucks a week. You know, every two weeks at Chuck E. Cheese. I was working there, right? So it's like if you can't get girls while you're kind of at the bottom of life, don't think you get money and you're going to get them. You may get them, but you're going to get them through a transaction. Like you have to spend two, three, four, five grand at a table in Las Vegas to get them to come to your table, sell them on coming back tomorrow on, their, on your yacht, and then hopefully get them back to your place. And maybe they may sleep with you just because you may offer them a good time. But it's not a genuine, you know, they're just going to close their eyes and think of somebody else as you're banging them for two minutes, right? So I think it's important that you need, this is why I'm, I'm slightly against like, oh, lock yourself in a room in your 20s. Don't go out. Like, you need to socialize. You need to actually, you need, you need to get better with talking to women, talking to people in general. Because yep. if you start to yep. get money, yes, you, you'll put yourself in a position to get, to, to, for more girls to see you because you can get that VIP table. You can be in certain places, but once they come up to you and you can't talk, you came in. Also, guys who make money are kind of nerdy. They can't escalate. Still gonna get played. Touching to, touch yeah. the girl's knee or, or yeah. going like that, that that would be terrifying to them. Yep. Yeah. Touch her knee. Whoa, whoa. You know what I mean? Yeah, like exactly. so, it's like those guys need to come on. Go back to step one, which is building the social skills so they can have more success. Yeah, yeah you said something super good was the transactional thing, which yeah. is super true. It's like it goes back to that beta male mindset of. Okay, once I get the money, the girls are gonna like me, and then I'll be able to provide for these girls. I'll be able to fucking buy this, that. It's like, no, dude. I know guys who don't have money that pull bitches. I know guys who are ugly that still pull bitches. And basically, the only thing that depends at the end of the day, even with status, you don't need status to fuck bitches. Dude, like, fucking, you don't need to be famous to fuck bitches. I know guys on the fucking street, like you said. Yeah. So, what, what matters at the end of the day? It's your vibe and your energy that you give off. And that's the biggest thing, because girls are very emotionally intelligent. 
they're very emotionally intelligent. And yes, they can feel the vibe and they can feel the energy. And so, yeah, you might be a fucking dude who has a bunch of money, but like you said, if you're a fucking nerd, they can feel it, they can sense it, and they know deep down that's not who you are, yeah. right? You're trying to flex because you're insecure. You're trying to flex something because they know that deep down you don't feel comfortable in your own skin naked with nothing else, without the money, without the status, without the looks, right? And they can sense it. That's the most beautiful thing about girls is even Andrew Tate said is like, yeah, I could pull up into a room with a bunch of fucking guys who have billions and billions of dollars. He's not even a rich guy, but he has two girls who genuinely love him. Yeah. And all the guys in the room look at him like, that shit's cool as fuck. I don't have that because it's very hard to get. I mean, even with the thing with money, like, I talk, with, I talk about this with my friends all the time. I mean, okay, for example, still a question. Let's say I just proclaimed on this podcast I'm worth $10 million. How would you verify that? I can't. How would you yeah, know if I'm no alive way. or not? There's no way I would know. I okay. Yeah. So let's say I was worth, like, let's say the chick sees me. Like, does she even know how much money I'm making? Yeah. Like, I, yeah. Could, I could approach a chick today in the club and I could be worth 100000 or worth $2 million. Like, how does she even know? Like, exactly. what, what, what actual difference did the money make in this equation when I, let's say I go up to a chick, say, hey, hey, beautiful, you know, you want to dance? Like, how, what did the money actually do in this scenario? Nothing. Just zero. I, yeah. I, I, I could even have been worth like just $10 in my bank account. <laughs> like it's it just that the equation isn't really there. So yeah, money is like, it's, it's just like people think like, all right, cool. All right. I'm a, let's say I make hundred K a month. All right. Boom. When I make 300 K a month now, I'm going to make three, I'm going to get three times the bitches. Bro, that's not how it works, That's not how it fucking works, bro. Nobody even knows how much money you make, bro. Like, no one even knows. So, yeah, why would you even want to lead with your wallet? Yeah. Like, why, you're just going to be a freaking mark. Yeah, you're going to get played, bro. Like, no, these guys get played all the time. These are the dudes who send out money to these chicks. These are the dudes who even send out a bunch of super chats on, like, these red pill pages because they're angry. It's yeah. Like, bro, these rich guys, they have no game. They have no understanding of women. That's why they get played by both sides. They get played by everybody. Yeah. So it is what it is. All right, boys. That was an amazing conversation. All right, boys. Y'all have, have a good day, and we will be talking to y'all soon. Peace. So, yeah, we had 20 seconds left on the clock. <laughs> <laughs> so he's like fucking black. He's like, yeah, we're daddy. <laughs> Get the big white clock. <laughs> Don't tell me light skins, though. Don't tell me. Uh, what, what? Light skins, though. Yeah, we're light skins are pretty. But you like light skins? No, light skins. Or dark skins, he said. No, light skins. No, no, you were going for dark skins. That's <laughs> all. looked like brown dark skins. That's <laughs> <laughs> fucking hilarious. Eric is fucking black just <laughs> Not exclusively. <laughs> Don't get that in your head. Hey, that means he gets the N-word. He gets the N-word fast. <laughs> oh, That's hilarious, man. Eric, one another, bro. I'm Chick-fil-A all day. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm a Chick-fil-A guy too. Chick-fil-A, yeah, I love Chick-fil-A, bro.